Hey everyone, this is David Posen Matrix. Welcome. Happy New Year. It is the 1st of January 2022. <clears throat> and um, well, about an hour and a half away from the 2nd of January 2022. Um, we have a listener, her name is Freemare. Of course, that's a pseudonym. And um, she sent me a link that uh, to a video that we're going to watch later. Um, however, when I looked at that video, I noticed that, that there were other videos that of interest that popped up. Okay, one of them was from a Dr. David Martin, or where he's speaking, Dr. David Martin speaking. Hold on, folks, I gotta do something here real quick. <laughs> if it's not fixed, they're not broken, don't fix it, right? Okay, it's a little better. So Anyway, uh, I found it quite enlightening and kind of in line with what I feel the Lord's been speaking to my heart. Okay. And I feel the Lord's been speaking to my heart where the time of putting things succinctly, the time of putting things, uh, that's, that's bad word, the time of pussing footing around things, the time of candy coating things to make them palatable to people is over. Okay. With this COVID-19 things, with the government takeover, the whole nine yards, it's over. Okay? People are, that are easily offended are going to get offended. That's just the way things are. Okay? And frankly, I'm tired of hearing about this one's offended, that one's offended. Well, suck it up, buttercup. You know? If, if there's a, um, a picture that I saw, and... Um, it uh, it had uh, men that uh, was cut in half, up and lower, and the top part had the uh, the soldiers storming Omaha Beach on D-Day, and it said soldiers running into almost certain death, and on the bottom of it it says modern man, modern uh, American or modern man hiding behind the couch for fear that. He might get offended. Okay. I'm tired of it. You know. I don't know where to go with this. <clears throat> it's. When I was a kid. Our parents grew us up to be men. The, the boys anyway. Um, grew, grew the boys up to be men. And the girls up to be women. Okay. And there is a difference. And there are only two sexes. And there's only one race, the human race, okay? So let's get that cemented and down, okay? Um, <clears throat> but our fathers raised us up to be men. Yes, our mothers taught us to be proper, not to curse, um, to treat a woman kindly. And a matter of fact, the fathers did that too, to treat a woman with respect and with kindness because they knew their mothers were women too, and they wanted their mothers to be treated that way. And for the most part, our grandfathers did that. So <clears throat> we were brought up to be men. And being a man means speaking plainly. It means not pussyfooting around, not thinking, spending a half hour thinking about how you're going to talk to somebody so you don't offend them. Personally, I'm tired of hearing he's offended. You hurt his feelings and stuff like that, or her feelings, or whatever, you know? 
if your feelings get hurt by somebody that's trying to tell you the truth, how are your feelings going to get hurt when somebody's trying to kill you? You know, you better start toughening up, America. You better start because it's it's coming. And if you're not tough, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. The saying is, <clears throat> and if you're not tough, when the going gets tough, the butterflies all fall from the sky and get trampled by the tough people, <clears throat> whether they be their peers <clears throat> or their enemies. Pardon me, folks. I just got a little stuff going on down here. Anyway, um, so and David Martin in his talk tonight is going to say the same thing. He says in his talk, this is the last talk I'm giving. And I'm going, wow, I wonder what's going on. He goes, no, this is the last talk I'm giving where I candy coat everything or try to make things palatable to people. From now on, I'm speaking the truth no matter who it hurts or whatever I do or whatever they do. So I think a lot of us are taking that attitude now. And uh, believe me, that libtard that's telling you that he got his feelings hurt, the very next step for them is to get militant and angry at you. So they're not, you know, they're not totally unarmed. Okay. They pull the you offended me stuff because that's the thing to do today. Or calling somebody a racist when it has absolutely nothing to do with racism whatsoever. That's... I don't know. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to kind of prep you for that. Uh, from now on, I'm not, I'm not holding the stops, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to speak plainly. And if that offends people, well, they could either um, man up or woman up and accept it or go away, you know? So anyway, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm going to use reason and I'm going to use discernment and, and, you know, I'll try to be palatable even to the ones that want sickly sweet as much as possible, but I'm not doing like I used to do. Sorry. I'm done with that. It's over with finish kaput, whatever word you can think of that's not happening anymore. Okay. So anyway, uh, we're going to listen to a couple of speakers. Uh, David uh, Martin is incredible. I just listened to a third of it, but I had it on good authority that from other people that this guy is amazing. So, and supposedly further on in the video, David Martin is going to release the names and faces of the people that are behind the COVID. No, I don't even want to say COVID, the bioweapon. That's not a conspiracy. The bioweapon war against humanity. How's that sound? Okay, that's what it is, a bioweapon war against humanity perpetrated on us by a group of men that want to have everything and don't want to share it with me and you. Okay, the only thing they want to share is misery, and they're doing a pretty good job at it, and fear. They want us to fear. Do not fear, folks. Do not fear. Um, anybody that's dealt in the demonic realm where you, you know, you cast out demons or you where you discern them, um, know that demonic entities actually get energy. I don't want to say they actually get more energy like they're emboldened to keep going when somebody fears them. Okay. If you don't fear them, they're weak. Okay. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Um, I got to the point in my life where when they started 
coming around and you know in, in the form of uh, space aliens they're nothing but fallen angels anyway but when he started to come around i'd start laughing at them you know because they what they were doing was stupid and what they continue to do is stupid okay but you got to realize that like ephesians says that we don't fight flesh and blood basically in a in a thing it's saying we find we fight fallen angels demons and those people that are controlled by the fallen angels and demons okay that's the uh, wicked trinity basically um so just remember that and and remember that if you one with yeshua if you're saved and you're born again and you you walk with him and obey him and everything else that you have i say power but the name of jesus is very powerful okay I, I resist saying you have power because there are charismaniacs out there that feel that they can stomp on the devil's head and stuff like that. And that's Jesus's job. That's Yeshua's job. Let him stomp, stamp on the devil's head because that's scriptural. That's what he's going to do. He, it says that his heel is going to crush the serpent's head. Okay. And we're not the heel. I'm sorry. I'm not Lord's heel. <laughs> okay. Neither are you if you're one with Yeshua. You know, we're all part of his body, yes, but if everybody was a heel, then where would we be? We'd be if one foot walking around, you know. I don't know, I got this bizarre way of imagining things, and I can just imagine, kind of like Monty Python, when the foot comes down and squishes the guy. Um, if you haven't watched it, then you don't know what I'm talking about, but that's at the beginning, that's part of the intro. Um, so anyway, without further ado... And without further ado, don't. Okay, it works. Um, let's uh, let's watch these videos and see what exactly is going on. Uh, I, I personally want to see the names and faces. As a matter of fact, I think he even gives the addresses and phone numbers. I don't know if he does this in this video, but he has at certain conferences he's spoken at. So maybe we'll get blessed and uh, obviously they've changed their phone numbers now but uh, moving is more difficult so um now i'm not saying to go do anything when he gives you the addresses that's up that's between you and the lord okay and i don't want to hear about it don't write me and say hey this is what i'm gonna do or this is what i did so anyway let's uh i'm gonna do this that's gonna make me real small and these things real big Okay, so we have Dr. David Martin, who are the, who they are, the names and faces of the people who are killing humanity. Read description. Let's see. Okay. Oh, Rumble put a little thing here. Let's read this. Um, So-called viruses are the product of disease, disease tissues, exosomes, they are cellular debris. We have been tricked into thinking that they are the cause of the disease. So we con combat them by injecting ourselves with synthetic chemicals, which ironically lead to more disease tissue and more so-called viruses, exosomes. Ooh, does he have the names here? Oh, yeah. Folks, um, if you go to Rumble and you type in uh, David Martin... Well, just type in Dave, Dr. David Martin, who are who they are, and you'll probably get it in Rumble. Don't do it in, in YouTube. You won't find it anywhere. 
And the second video I'm going to show you, as a matter of fact, uh, you have to type out the whole address correctly. The, I mean, the whole title correctly in order for it to come up. It doesn't come up any other way. So, um, wow. So these are all the names. Wow, this is amazing. Okay, well, maybe we'll read them off after the video. Maybe I'll read them off now. How's that sound? Right at the top of the list, Al Gore, Vice President of the United States, 1993-2001, Chairman and Co-Founder of Generation Investments Management, LLP. Number two, Andre Hoffman, Vice Chairman of Roach. That's a drug company. Surprise, surprise. Angel Guerrera, QECD. That must, I don't know what that is. Um, it almost sounds like a Mexican television station because there starts with Q. Okay. Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. No surprise there. Christine Lagarde, president of European Central Bank. That doesn't surprise me. I just didn't know her name. Christia Freeland, Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Finance, Office of the Deputy Prime Minister of Canada. David M. Rubenstein, co-founder of the co-exec and co-founder co and co-executive chairman, Carlisle Group. Might I add that uh, this is the first Jewish name for those people that think that the Jews run everything. You might try to say Hoffman is, but it's not. It's got two ends. That's always German. Okay. Dustin Moskowitz. He's an open, open philanthropy. Uh, Fabriola Giannotti, Director General, European Organization for Nuclear Research, CERN. That's interesting. We've done shows on CERN. CERN is not a good thing, folks. we got to do another show on CERN soon because I'm sure they're up to new stuff and they found new stuff. Anyway. FICA Simbesma, Chairman and Supervisory Board, Royal Phillips. That's an oil company. H, His Majesty Queen Rania Al-Abdullah of the Hashemite Kingdom of Jordan. Queen of the Hashemite Kingdom of Jordan. Office of Her, Her Majesty Queen, Ram, Rami, excuse me, Queen Rania, Rania Al-Abdullah. Um, let's, let's go into this for a second, okay, before we watch the video. Um, everybody's, oh, well, you know, the Jews have taken over Israel. They've done this. You know, they've taken over all the land. Well, here's the deal, folks. When the British were still running things, you know, in the 1940s and earlier, um, they, they governed a, over a um, land called Transjordan. And that land consisted of uh, what we now know as Israel and Jordan. Okay. The deal was that when the British pulled out, this was going way back when the British pulled out, they were going to give the west part, the part west of the um, Jordan River to the Jews and a part east to the Arabs. Okay, so there would have been a Palestinian state. But what happened was the British were influenced by some of the Arabs and this, the Hashemite family and the Hashemite family kind of uh, wet nursed the British and uh, and gave them all kinds of uh, land grants and oil grants and stuff like that. 
and to where when everything came to push and shove at the when the British left, they they gave what is now Jordan to the Hashemite family, um, and that was King well King Abdullah's father, I think. Um, anyway, so that's a little history of the uh, the Middle East you might not have heard about. So you can't really blame the Jews; they're just in where they're supposed to be, and the British screwed things up yet again. Okay, and I don't mean to harp on the British, but you got to admit, guys, if you're British, that everywhere you guys governed over <laughs> turned into a crap hole um, because you governed with an iron fist. And you can't do that to people that want to be free. Anyway, Hazo Takanaka, uh, Professor Emeritus, uh, KO University, Herman Greff, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Board, Sherbank, Jim Hagerman, another two ends, that's German. Uh, Jim Hagerman Snape, Snape, uh, Chairman of Siemens. Uh, Julie Sweet, Chief Executive Officer of Accenture, okay. Klaus Schwab, oh, we know this schmuck, don't we? Founder and Executive Chairman of the World Economic Forum. He's one of the heavy players, one of the outspoken players in all this. Okay. Kristalina Gorgiva, or Gigiva, Managing Director, International Monetary Fund. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, L. Raphael Reif, President of Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Larry Page from Google. Man, there's no surprise there. Lawrence D. Fink, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of BlackRock. Oh, interesting. Okay. Luis Alberto Moreno, member of the Board of Trustees, the World Economic Forum. Uh, Mark Beinoff, uh, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of Salesforce. Mark Carney, United Nations, Special Envoy for Climate Action and Finance, United Nations. Mark Schneider, Chief Executive Officer of Nestle. Now, you might say that's Jewish, but usually Jews, when they spell Mark, it's M-A-R-C for Marcus. Okay, so he's probably not. And I'm just telling you the way it is, folks, okay? I, I, I pretty well know Jewish names. And now Mark Zuckerberg, you know, that's that's a given. But he's 25th down on the list, okay? Muka, Mukesh D. Ambani, Chairman and Managing Director of Reliance Industries. Orit Gadish, chairman of Bain and Company. Patrice Monseppi, founder and executive chairman of African Rainbow Minerals. Hmm. Paula Ingabiri, Minister of Information, Technology and Innovation, Ministry of Information, Communications Technology and Innovations of Rwanda. Peter Brayback Lamath. Vice Chairman of the Board of Trustees, World Economic Forum. Peter Maurer, uh, President of the International Committee of the Red Cross. Robert Mercer, Renaissance Fund. Thamen, oh my goodness. Sean Mugartanam, <laughs> sorry. Senior Minister, Governor of S Government of Singapore. Thomas Bubery, um, Chief Executive of AXA. Yo-Yo Ma, cellist. Wow, that's amazing. 
Okay. And Zoom Min, chairman of the National Institute of Finance Re- Financial Research. That's interesting. There's not one Chinese name on here, yet they're supposed to be the villains in all this. Huh. They're just puppets like everybody else, I guess. But I've seen one, two, maybe three. Um, three Jewish names. What's three divided by 36? That'll give you a percentage. Come on, calculator. Where are you? Three divided by 36 equals. Okay, the Jewish names on here are 0.0833. Okay. Hardly a controlling interest. So those of you who say it's a giant Jewish conspiracy. Well, I see a bunch of Gentile names here. Okay, zoom in. Might be Chinese. So, but anyway, that's the only Chinese name I've seen on here. Okay, anyway. And again, uh, with names like Hoffman and anything German, it has Hageman is another one. Um, back Way back when, when the, when the Jews lived in Germany, they had their own names, like, you know, like my, my name, Ben David. No, excuse me, Ben David. Uh, ben Yaakov. And uh, the Germans were like, you know, you're not really assimilating unless you take German names. So a lot of them came up with names like Hagerman. Zimmerman's another real popular one. But if it has one N, it's usually Jewish. Well, the Germans that had those names didn't like the Jews having their names. So they added an extra N to their name. So if you see M-A-N-N at the end of the name, they're definitely not Jewish. Okay. Um, Unless they've converted, but I seriously doubt it. Okay, and it goes on and on about this stuff, and I'm not going to read it because it's probably in the video. So, but uh, I am definitely going to copy and paste it. Okay, so let's watch this video. Enough of me talking, okay? Here we go. This always happens when I'm using this format. Just give it a chance, chance here. It'll all of a sudden, bang, it'll pop up and it'll start running. Yeah, I know the page has been blocked. There we go. To see an actual doctor, he's a PhD. He's worked on too many projects for me to name, so I'm just going to let him tell you. You're in for one heck of a red pill treat. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. David Martin. Thank you. Well... I had the good fortune yesterday of giving the opening address at the Weston Price Conference in Dallas, Texas. And for those of you who did not get a chance to see that, I have the good fortune of letting you know that they were kind enough to break their lifelong policy and take that video and put it outside the paywall. First time they've done it. Uh, so my speech yesterday is actually now available on Rumble and a bunch of other places. So just take a look at Weston Price and my name and you'll find that that video, and I'm super grateful that they did that because um, they decided after I got off the stage that it was such an important speech that it had to be available to everybody. So there you go. Um, <clears throat> I said there that that was my second to last speech, which means this one is my last one. Um, and let me clarify what I mean by that. You'll hear a lot of me. Um, from now on, but you're going to hear a different version of me. I'm done with Mr. Nice Guy. Um, 
So for those of you who are out there kind of going, oh, he's such a nice person. Behind that bow tie, I'm sure there's a sweet, docile person. Well, this is your last day of this. Um, because let me make something abundantly clear. We're living in a country and in a world right now that has decided that a technology is worth murdering five-year-olds. I find that unacceptable. Let me say that one more time. I find that unacceptable. And I find it unacceptable that in a world where we're killing five-year-olds, we don't think that's the problem we should stop right now. I don't care about every other problem we've got, and we have a lot of them. But I'm going to tell you what, when I put my head on my pillow at night, and I know that I haven't done everything that is within my power to actually save the lives of children, then I haven't done what I'm here to do. So, newsflash, from now on, I'm not a drive-by shooting one of 50 speakers on a stage. I will speak where we, the people, decide that it is time this country does not allow any organization, any institution, any financial interest ever, ever in the future to kill five-year-olds in the name of science or in the name of policy or in the name of anything else. I am done being Mr. Nice Guy. There you go. Just so you know, I'm really here because I'm keeping Ed Griffin's promise. Now, here's the funny thing. You haven't heard this, so I'm going to tell you. I got a funny call from Ed. He goes, um, I think I made a mistake. I made a promise that I think only you can keep. Because apparently what he said was he was going to have this Red Pill Expo in Louisiana. And at this expo, he was going to actually have somebody who was willing to put the names and faces of the people who actually are running this entire theater of terror on a slide. Not hide behind the, you know, it's the conspiracy cabal and it's the this and that. I mean their names, their faces, and their addresses. Because here's the tiny little problem. We actually, listen carefully, we energize the forces of darkness when we anonymize them. Let me say that one more time. We energize the forces of darkness when we anonymize them. And when we see their faces on a screen, we realize that they are merely individuals who have lost the social contract with humanity that says that we, the people, are entitled to life, liberty, and happiness. The problem is we give them energy by keeping them in the dark. So guess what's happening today? To fulfill the promise that I made to Ed Griffin, there is a slide in this presentation, which is the they. I was advised by many people that I shouldn't do this because it paints a target on me. Guess what? Guess what? This bow tie has magic powers. It has magic powers. It's been giving me powers ever since I was a little boy. And if you go on my Facebook page, you can see the magic powers. But I'll tell you something else. And this is courtesy of my beautiful wife, Kim. And Kim's here. Stand up, Kim. Because Kim is absolutely not the wing, you know, not some sort of Bette Midler, the wind beneath my wings nonsense. Kim, Kim is actually a person who stands right beside me. And I'll tell you what, sometimes when the going gets a little tough, she goes, Ugh, I'm not sure you should do that. But all the time, all the time, after she goes through all the things that are natural and appropriate and responsible, she says, and we're going to do the right thing because we are going to do the right thing.
And because of that commitment, I honor her because she's not standing behind me, beside me, but we are standing together for the future of humanity. And the beautiful thing is, and I want to give tribute to where tribute is due. A couple weeks ago in Yuba City, California, a lot of people saw this speech. We were surrounded by the most loving, beautiful people who shielded us with the most elaborate prayers, the most amazing energy. And Kim's comment afterward was a very simple one. She said, you know what? They never factored this in. The forces of darkness never factored in. The power of 25 people who hold nothing but love and light. Nothing but love and light. So guess what? There's no force that can take me. And they cannot take me and they cannot take my life. You know why? Because this is not my life. It's not mine to give. This was given to me. I'm a steward of this thing that I walk around in. And when it's used by date is up, guess what? It's old milk. Throw it out. But between now and then, I'm standing for the future of this country. And I'm standing for the future of humanity. And I'm going to keep standing until my use-by date. So let's get it really clear. This isn't courage. This is actually what each and every one of us has to do, which is when we are informed and we are capable of knowing the truth, it is incumbent on us to share that as far and as wide and as confidently as possible. So this is your moment of boldness, people. I'm going to give you the slide to share with the world. You're going to get the people that Ed Griffin said need to be outed. Well, they're going to be outed. Hey, before I go into the speech, I can't do a speech without pointing this out. Everybody calls me a conspiracy theorist. I'm not. I actually have done investigations into conspiracies for the last 30 years of my life. They're criminal conspiracies. And for those of you missing the point, a criminal conspiracy is defined by two or more people getting together to plan an illegal act. The slide behind me is the living proof that this was not a theory. This is a criminal conspiracy of domestic terror. And let's read so that we get this into the record what exactly they said. Until an infectious disease crisis is very real present and at an emergency threshold, it is often largely ignored. To sustain funding, anybody? To sustain funding, not for public health, not for your health and well-being. To sustain funding beyond the current crisis, we need to increase the public understanding of the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan-influenza and a pan-coronavirus vaccine. Ladies and gentlemen, this statement was made by Peter Daszak. In 2015, and in 2008, the World Health Organization said coronavirus was eradicated. Why, in 2015, would at a National Academy of Sciences meeting, they say that we need the world to accept a pan-coronavirus vaccine for a thing that didn't exist? Why would you do that? Because you're a criminal conspirator is why. That's why you do it. And it turns out it gets worse. A key driver is the media, and the economics will follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues investors will follow if they see profit at the end of the process. That's a quote. That statement was made in 2015 at the National Academy of Sciences meeting, and it was so egregious that they decided to publish it in February of 2016 in the proceedings in the National Academy of Sciences. Ladies and gentlemen, that's admission of a felony. And the felony is domestic terrorism. Now I'm gonna give you a little more meat on this, but those of you who like to celebrate a particular 
endowed with hair, former president, I got a problem. And this is the problem. On September 18th, 2019, there was a statement made by the World Health Organization that by September 2020, we were going to have a, quote, accidental or voluntary release of a respiratory pathogen and a global simulation so that we could actually get the world to accept a universal vaccine platform. That was published on September 18th, 2019. On September 19th, 2019, President Trump signed this executive order. And I want you to read what I highlighted in red. This vaccine platform will include technologies like DNA, messenger RNA, mRNA, virus-like S particles, vector-based and self-assembling nanoparticles. That was an executive order President Trump signed on the 19th of September, 2019. Do you see the executive order that President Trump signed the day after Anthony Fauci, the Chinese CDC, and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in an illegal criminal conspiracy said that we were going to build a universal pan-coronavirus vaccine. The next day, the president signed that executive order. Now, I don't know how many hamburgers he ate that night, but I'm going to tell you what. My guess is he didn't write that. Anybody want to go out on the limb with me on that one? My guess is that every piece of language in that document is something that did not come out of a big map wrapper. He didn't open it up going, hmm, cheeseburger and coronavirus vaccine nanoparticles. But the point is, that doesn't exonerate a failure in leadership. If you as a leader put your signature to the death sentence to Americans, you know what you've done? You've signed the death sentence of Americans. That's what you've done. Let's call it what it is. That is a criminal conspiracy, and the criminal conspiracy must be held to account. Now, I am going to give you a very quick timeline to help you understand how I do what I do. Let's start back in 1990, and you heard what I said correctly. 1990, Pfizer filed the first coronavirus vaccine patent on canine coronavirus vaccine. 1990, and you know what that vaccine was? The S1 spike protein. Has anybody heard of the S1 spike protein before? Anybody, anybody, anybody? Yes, that is a bioweapon. And it turns out that it's a protein sequence derived from the model of coronavirus. And it is a bioweapon. It is not a pathogen. It's a weapon. And we need to start using the correct language because you know what a parent won't do? If we actually tell them that their kids are getting injected with a weapon, we would have less parents injecting their children. If you keep using the language of vaccine, you run the risk of losing every argument. But if you start calling it what it is, a bioweapon, known to be a bioweapon. And for those of you who missed this point, I haven't done this before, but I'm going to do it just because I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated when people go, oh, you're using these languages and you're kind of being technically incorrect. So for all the fact checkers at Reuters who actually can't read and all the fact checkers at Snopes and fact checkers at Fact Check and fact checkers at USA Today. I'm going to read what a bioweapon is from our own. Let's see what this is. 18 U.S. Code Section 175. And by the way, the penalty for doing this, life in prison. Anybody up for life in prison for these guys? I'm happy for that. 18 U.S. Code Section 175. Whoever knowingly develops, produces, stockpiles, transfers, acquires, retains, or possesses any biologic agent, toxin, or delivery system for use as a weapon, or, or, and this is a key part, people, listen to the words of the statute. 
or knowingly assists a foreign state or any organization to do so, or attempts, threatens, or conspires to do the same, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for life or both. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what I'm talking about. Because the S1 spike protein is a weapon. It's a weapon. And it's not from nature. It's actually amplified because in 1999, Anthony Fauci decided to use that particular protein sequence as a vaccine vector. And he, and I, I wish I could make this one up, but I can't make it up because it happens to just be the truth. He asked Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, to make, and I'm quoting, an infectious replication defective clone. Infectious replication defective. What does that mean? That means amplify the harm to human. That's what that means. You're taking a thing, you're actually making it more lethal, and then in 2002, you're patenting it. Please stop talking about the Chinese virus. There is none. There isn't one. Please stop talking about the virus. There isn't one. There's a bioweapon that was built in 1990, perfected in 1999, patented in 2002, and deployed against humanity in 2002, which gave us the first outbreak of SARS. Listen carefully, people. We are failing our argument because we're using the language of the colonial imperialists rather than using the truth. And they can lampoon us and they can undermine us every time we open our mouth because we're using the wrong language. We have never tested with any RT-PCR, any coronavirus. We've tested protein fragments. You know why? Because we're looking for the evidence of the bullet. Like we would look at the patterns of the rifling on a bullet in a forensic case. That's what RT-PCR is doing. Stop using the language that keeps us enslaved. Start using the language of the truth, which is this was a weapon and it was built to take out humanity. Now, what happened to my slide? That's a black slide. That's not the, that, that's the slide we want. How many of you are familiar with the company Answer, A-N-S-E-R? I love having this moment. Do you know that they are the single largest contractor in the entire COVID terrorism campaign? Yeah, you do now. And guess what you're responsible for now? The truth. You are responsible for this truth because it turns out that the companies on the right that you think are the ones running this show are, in fact, the front. Now, you know what a front organization is? They're the ones that are supposed to take the flack and take the heat. The ones on the left are the ones that actually got the money. Operation Warp Speed went to answer. You didn't know that. Because you were told by the media that it went to Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson Johnson, all that kind of stuff. That's not true. The prime contract of Operation Warp Speed went through Answer, a company none of you heard of. And you didn't hear about them because the contract that was signed was signed with ATI, a company based in South Carolina. A company whose history has been government defense contracts for the purpose of propaganda. I wish I made that up. The prime contractor selected to run Operation Warp Speed was a propaganda expert for the U.S. Department of Defense. Now, cunningly, the reason why they were selected is for the following reason. 
And listen carefully, because this is getting really thick really fast, and I have to deliver it, because i got 28 minutes and 9 seconds left, and i got a long way to go. Here's the problem. The problem is, we have a world in which there's things under the 1986 Act and under the 2005 PREP Act that actually shield manufacturers from liability. But inside of the 1986 Act and inside the 2005 PREP Act, there's a tiny little clause problem, which is... If any actions taken to declare a state of emergency are part of a willful misconduct or a cr criminal felony conspiracy, the liability shield gets pierced and the manufacturers of the drugs are liable for every injury and every death. Listen, they're liable for every injury and every death. So why on earth did you think that, that they ran Operation Warp Speed through a cover company? Think back to Bhopal, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody remember American Cyanamid, any of the, the, the great old companies that... Those wonderful days when we killed hundreds of thousands of people in India. Remember those? Remember those heady days of chemical corporations that would set up holding companies that actually did the asbestos deals so that when somebody actually got injured and died and got sued, they bankrupt the shell company. That's what answer is. Answer is the way for the federal government never to be liable for the criminal conspiracy they know they ran. They are now one of the top 10 federal contractors in history below Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, and all those guys. Those names you know. You don't know answer. The single company that by COVID rose the highest rank rise in the history of federal contracting, the highest single year rise ever was answer. And none of you know who they are. They're the target. And we're not talking about the target. We're actually aiming for the decoys and wondering why no ducks are on the table. I was hoping I could get a Second Amendment laugh out of that one. You guys are pathetic. Wake up. Let's go. I could have said moose, and I could have at least gotten the Montana people on board. <laughs> Answer Corporation. They're the ones up running Operation Warp Speed, and they've been set up to shield these manufacturers from ever taking the financial liability for their willful misconduct. And one day, everybody's going to go, let's go sue Pfizer. Let's go sue everybody else. And the only problem is, when we go to sue them, they're going to go, hey, it wasn't us. And they're right. And all of us were asleep. And I'm talking to an awoke crowd here, and all of you were asleep. Don't tell me you're awake if you're still sleeping. Because if you didn't know who answer is, you're still asleep. It gets worse. Fours Marsh. Anybody know Fours Marsh? Another empty, crowded room. You know who Fours Marsh is? They're the branding agency that branded COVID. They're the ones that make sure that we find hospitals that are overrun with people. And they're the ones that find kids that died of COVID right before the FDA needs to vote on giving kids injections. They're the ones that go around the world making sure that every message is always the same. We will not return to normal until we have a vaccine. Thank you, Justin Trudeau. Where'd you get the script? From Fours Marsh. And how many of you knew that? None of you. How about Palantir? Hey, that's a weird one, isn't it? Peter Thiel, who has successfully run a company that has lost $200 million plus every year for about seven or eight years, goes public in the middle of COVID. Isn't timing interesting? Isn't it fascinating that a company that's done nothing but lose billions of dollars goes public in the middle of the worst economic cycle we've had? Isn't that funny? And did you actually go back and read their public offering? Ha, huh, funny.
I know you didn't because there really wasn't one. That's why you didn't read it, because they went public in this very bizarre backdoor way of actually selling founders stock into the market. So we've got personally enriched, personally enriched, using the public market as the laundering facility. Isn't that brilliant? But let's look at what they did for our COVID scandal. They actually came up with a thing called Gotham data tracking. Now, how many of you are familiar with the term Gotham? Anybody? Marvel comic, DC comic crazies out there? Hey, how many times has Gotham been associated with a really positive thing? You know, kind of Garden of Eden, you know, the, the, the wonderful Hanging Garden of Babylon and Gotham. Gotham data tracking, you know what that does? That's making sure that every time you turn your phone on when you get off the plane, when you cross the state line, gives you a little tag that goes, hey, do you want a COVID alert in your neighborhood? You know why? Because you are being monitored. Your phone is being monitored. Your transactions are being monitored. Your credit cards are being monitored. Your health behavior is being monitored. Your vaccine status is being monitored. And it's all done under the contract run by Gotham Data Sciences, the company that went public during COVID. And none of you knew about this. And you've been to red pills. And you still haven't taken the red pill. And by the way, I'm not even to the good slide yet. So be depressed. Because it's getting worse. Publicist Sapient. The Health and Human Services IT contract. Have you ever wondered how the data never seems to add up, but always somebody always has allegedly the same reportable data? Publicist Sapient has the Health and Human Services IT contract to consolidate all of the data. So guess what happens? Everybody has the same number of COVID cases to report when somebody from the media calls and says, hey, how many cases do we have? Oh, 40,000. Round number, isn't it? 40,000. When in the course of human history has a round number involving the word thousand ever happened? Like there's 387 or there's 222 or there's... 1,736. There's never been a 20,000 COVID day. There's never been a 20,000 cases of cancer day. There's never been a 10,000 heart day. There's never been a round number day until you actually control the Department of Health and Human Services entire IT platform. And not one of you knows that that's a single contract run by publicist Satan. And you've been focused on the right-hand side this whole time. And the left-hand side is doing the dirty work. Now, why do I call them privateers? How many are familiar with the difference between a pirate and a privateer? Pirates go raping, marauding, and stealing and do all the piratey things and kind of look like me, swashbuckling, young, handsome, a little less Johnny Depp-ish than I could be. But, you know, I'm sexier than Johnny Depp, so he's got something to shoot for. A pirate's that. A privateer is the same thing that has permission to do it by a government that's gone corrupt. That's what these are. They're the privateers. But hey, since we have privateers, it feels only appropriate that if we have a world of privateers, we should also have a world of the next slide. The next slide. The next slide, I'm pressing the button. We also have a world of pirates. And here's our pirates. Now, here's the fun thing. Pirates. UNC Chapel Hill, I talked about that. That's the guy who actually made the weapon, Ralph Barrett. Since 1999, has received over $100 million to weaponize the particles of coronavirus. 
Over $100 million. You've heard about $3.7 million going to Wuhan. Oh, $3.7 million. That feels like a bad number. And how about over $28 million of that coming from DARPA for their bioweapons initiative? Anybody hear about the $28 million that went through Anthony Fauci and IID? Anybody hear about the $28 million that went directly to UNC Chapel Hill to weaponize the spike protein? You haven't heard about that. You haven't heard about that because... We've been talking about $3.7 million going to Wuhan. Stop being distracted by the cover story. If it's a reflex, don't fall for it. If it feels like something that is supposed to get your attention, stop giving it attention and going, what's the distraction for? Because the distraction is where the interesting thing is. UNC Chapel Hill, Vanderbilt, Emory, Johns Hopkins, and University of California, those are the pirates that have made the most money on federally granted disclosed money going into the university sector. I'm calling them pirates for a very good reason. They justify all this in the name of science and education. Kind of like Oppenheimer justified it working on this little thing called a, who would have thought it could be used as a bomb? I don't know. Let's go back, Oppenheimer, shall we? You drove into a facility that was guarded by military police. Hmm. Any hint? You just thought you were working on what? The power system for the greater New York metropolitan area? No, you were working on a bomb, you idiot. And if you're such a freaking savant, great nuclear physicist, put two and two together. Once you get to things like critical mass and detonation charges, would anything go off in your brain going, oh, maybe I'm working on a bomb? Right? I don't even care whether these people pretend to hide behind me. It's an academic research project. To try to get out of the bioweapons definition, the bioweapons definition says that if you enable a foreign entity to build something known to harm humanity, you have already created the felony. You are going to jail for the rest of your life and you are liable for a hundred million dollars penalty. So guess what? Welcome to hell, all five of these universities. Because they're all felons. All of them. And how about the right hand side? MIT, New York University, Langone. Hey, by the way, Langone, where did that name come from? Ken Langone. Anybody? Ken Langone. Anybody? Oh, I'm not supposed to say that name out loud, Ken Langone, except I just did, didn't I, Ken Langone? You read the name of a place, they're actually putting their name on the letterhead and you don't know who to look for. You still be, you're still being told, oh, it's the Rothschilds and it's the Rockefellers and it's the... No, it's not. It's the guy who put his name on the facility. How many of you know who Ken Langone is? Guess what? Look it up, because that's a pretty big thing that you should be aware of. And unfortunately, you're not aware of it for a very good reason, because he hid it in plain sight on the name of the medical center, New York University Langone. Like, that's a really hard thing to find. Holy crap. DZIF, Shark. You've heard of Christian Drosten the crazy in chief in Germany, who's kind of Anthony Fauci and Ralph Barrick's, you know, evil stepchild. Imperial College, the criminal conspirators that actually came up with the fear porn of how many people are going to die. IHME, the University of Washington program. But the one that I want to bring your attention to is the one at the bottom, Erasmus. And it's not MCAM. That's an autocorrect function, unfortunately, in PowerPoint. That's the name of my company. So anybody who wants to go, ha, 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 you put your name on there. Yes, I did. But that's because PowerPoint autocorrected MC, Medical Center, and put my name on there because I'm boring when it comes to typing the name of my company. And I autocorrect with MC. Erasmus Medical Center. 
Bart Hagman's. Bart Hagman's. Now, I'm going to run out of time, but I'm not going to give myself enough time. So let's just go down the pathway for a very brief moment. In 2002, Bart Hagman's was an interesting dude because he figured out how to actually build a bunch of patents around the vaccines for coronavirus. Mysteriously, the European Union in 2012 started giving him massive, massive grants to run a thing called Zappi, Z-A-P-I. And Zappi was the zoonotic um, disease transmission laboratory for the European Union. And Bart seemed to always get the money. Now, this is fascinating because Bart was also the one who decided to patent MERS, the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. Remember that one? The one that never really happened, but kind of happened 2012, 2013. Bart was the one that patented MERS. And it's funny And I did a show on this, so you can look it up on Kim and My Butterfly of the Week. I did a show last week on this. But what's funny about this one is that the medical center, Erasmus Medical Center, actually in the public statement, when they were confronted with the lie where they said that they hadn't filed a patent on the actual genome, kind of like CDC said back in 2007, when they were confronted with the lie, they said in public, and you can't make this shit up, people. It's so funny. They said, well, what we said was not entirely false in all jurisdictions in the world. (laughs) I wish I knew that when I was six. Did you eat the cookie? Well, when you say eat, are we using the Rwandan definition of eat that was codified in 1817? Because if you mean eat as in I grew it and I made it and I cooked it and I, then no, I didn't. I would have loved to have had that definition when I was 16. I would have loved to have it when I was 22. I'd love to have it now at 54. I'd love to be able to go, well, what I said was true if I'm using the 1817 definition of the words that I just lied to you about. Well, that's what they actually did. Go look at that video. It's actually quite funny. But this, ladies and gentlemen, is the slide you wanted to see. This is actually the names and faces of the people who are, in fact, killing humanity. And that's all of them. Now, here's the bad news. There's a lot of people on that slide, aren't there? Here's the better news. If Ed smiles nice and does something nice, I don't know, something nice, I'll actually give you all this slide because why not? Let's make sure that we don't ever forget the names and the faces of the people who've decided to kill us. And I'm going to not get everybody named because I have a few minutes left. But I want you to have some looks on there. And some of them are kind of interesting, like celloist Yo-Yo Ma. Did you hear me say that? Cellist Yo-Yo Ma. How about the head of the Welcome Trust? Not surprising there, right? How about Princess Rania of Jordan? Ooh, that's weird. How about the woman who happens to be sitting at the helm of the leadership of the government of Canada, but conveniently out of sight? but running 100% of the money for the government of Canada. Cheryl, how about all of these interesting people like, you know, Jim Muggins of Strava. How about uh, uh, Zhu Min, chairman of the National Institute of Financial Research in China? How about all of these individuals? And what makes these individuals interesting is that when you look at them, you find out something very important. Almost none of them almost none of them have sought any public visibility. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? Which makes me pick on one of them. 
the guy I have down here in the bottom corner. And I have to give him credit because he has done so much to stay out of sight. So I feel like I've got 12 minutes and 22 seconds left. I need to spend a couple minutes on the guy who's paid every search engine optimization to keep his name out of search engines. And I'm doing that so that it costs him a shitload to keep all of you silent. So let's get really clear on Dustin Moskowitz. Shall we? Dustin Moskowitz. Guess what? We just cost him a shitload of money. I just said his name. And his name's on the internet, which means he's paying right now to try to shut me up. So let me say it again. Dustin Moskowitz. Dustin Moskowitz. Dustin Moskowitz. I just blew through about $12 million of trying to have him suppress my voice right now. And let's do it one more time. Dustin Moskowitz. Hell, let's do it together. Dustin Dustin Moskowitz. You little piece of shit. Let's talk about him for a minute. The co-founder of Facebook that you've never heard of. Oh, oh, things got really weird really fast, didn't it? Dustin Moskowitz, the co-founder of Facebook, also the guy who funded Open Philanthropy, who was the actual check writer for Event 201. You were told that it was the, the World Economic Forum. You were told that it was the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. You were told it was Johns Hopkins University. But the actual check that cleared for the program was signed by none other than Dustin Moskowitz. There, another couple million dollars just went out of his pocket. Shit, I hate doing this. It's like I have stutter. It's, I think, Tourette's. I think it's Tourette's. Dustin Moskowitz. Dustin Moskowitz. Oh, man. <laughs> I hate doing that. Because every time I say his name, he has to pay to suppress my voice. Dustin Moskowitz. Now, I'm picking on him for a good reason. He's a felon. He's a criminal. He is one of the most sociopathic, psychopathic, crazy people who's walking this planet. And he's paid to keep his name in private. So guess what? Don't let him. The reason why I'm going to give you this slide is because I want every one of these people named. I want them all publicly named because it's time that we start going through the reality of saying that we, the people, are not going to let mass murderers get away anonymously mass murdering people. We are not going to allow that to happen, not on our watch. And that's why you have this slide. And I don't want you ever to go, oh, well, but she at least dresses nice at balls. I don't give a shit if she dresses nice at balls. If she's a mass murderer, her name needs to be on the mass murderer list, not on the best dress list at a ball. You know why? Because mass murdering is more important than best dressed on a ball. That's why. That's the reason why. But let's go back to Dustin. Isn't it interesting that Dustin conveniently decided to shroud this entire public health crisis in a self-serving, self-interested investment objective. He owns Sherlock Biosciences. Sherlock, Sherlock Biosciences happens to be the company that owns the CRISPR technology that is the joint venture between the United States and China on gene editing the human genome. Did you hear what I just said? Gene editing the human genome. Anybody feeling good about this? Let's get a little more uncomfortable, shall we? Dustin Moskowitz knew that if he actually tried to take this technology into the public, nobody would be willing to do it, particularly given the fact that it's a JV between him and the government of China. That's the reason why we'd have a problem with it. Because it feels like eugenics. You know why it feels like eugenics? Because it is eugenics. That's why it feels like it. That's why it feels like it. That's why it feels like Cold Spring Harbor Labs. Can we mention Cold Spring Harbor Labs one time just together? Just to screw them too, because they pay to be quiet. Cold Spring Harbor Labs. Thank you. That costs them a lot. 
let's keep doing this because what happens is that what we have is a technology that uses gene editing and the only way we could get gene editing technology approved was with emergency use authorization. Not surprisingly, once everybody was distracted on vaccines and everybody was distracted on RT-PCR and everybody was distracted on everything else, Sherlock Biosciences slipped their emergency use authorization application into the FDA and got it. In other words, using the cover of COVID, which all of us are pretending to talk about, the editing of the human genome was approved and not one of us said a thing. Now, if you were going to edit the human genome, do you think you'd need a good cover story to actually hide what you're really doing? And you know who you'd do? You'd probably find the guy who actually has the biggest financial interest in doing it and make sure that while everybody's looking over at coronavirus and COVID and trying to figure out whether there's lab leak hypothesis, there's no lab leak hypothesis because there is no lab leak. So stop talking about lab leaks. There is no lab leak. This is a willful weaponization of the spike protein. That's what it is. It's an act of war. It's not a leak. We need to start calling it what it is. It's an act of war. It's an act of war against humanity. We stop pretending to take their bait and follow their stupid rabbit trails and go down stupid rabbit trails into stupid rabbit holes and wonder why there's a bunch of pee and piss and poo that smells like rabbit warrens. Well, it smells like it because that's what you find at the end of a rabbit trail. We need to be focused on the point, and the point is people like Dustin Moskowitz. And once again, this slide, and I've left it up a long time, this slide is going to be shared with everybody in this room because it is incumbent on you. Now you know. Now you must act. Because when we talk about the they, we empower the they. But when we talk about the names of people, we humanize this sociopathic behavior. We humanize the fact that there are individuals and organizations that are willfully murdering and harming the humanity that we know and love. And we cannot let that happen on our watch. It is incumbent on all of us to get those words out. The conspiring states. You'll notice a very interesting thing I did on this graph. And by the way, this is the coolest graph I've ever come up with because that's just badass. If you actually overlay the map of the world, you'll realize that I geolocated every one of my flags exactly where it belongs on a map. So you are welcome. I spent way too much time on this slide. And because of that, if you're picking one slide to take my amazing picture with, this is the slide. Thank you very much. That's the amazing picture. And so, but the most important piece of this slide is what I put in the Atlantic Ocean. Because the real nation state isn't a nation state. Listen, the real nation state is not a nation state. The Treaty of Westphalia, the stupid idea of drawing lines on maps and calling them the countries, has long been dead. The real control is that, what I call the Atlantic Coalition of Doom. The Atlantic Coalition of Doom, BlackRock, AXA, the International Monetary Fund, HSBC, ICBC, and, you guessed it, United Healthcare. Whoa. But Dave, you're picking on people who help take care of people. Um, no, I'm not. United Healthcare is a corrupt organization. It is a corrupt organization must be called what it is. It is actually the most manipulative corporate structure known to humanity because what it does is it matches life insurance and insurance products with the delivery of healthcare so they can do what? Manage your health? Oh, no. Bet against the timing of your death. 
That's the internal arbitrage. It is the wet dream of the Lloyds of London syndicate. They would have loved to have had this opportunity. But guess what? They didn't. United Healthcare did. They put two things together, which is they get to manage your life so they can time your death, so they can profit on both. How many of you feel good about that? And by the way, how many people expected me to mention United Healthcare as one of the co-conspirators here? Not one person. And that's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm running out of time, but the good news is I still have time. Not much. The criminal conspiracies, you have this. And if you want to go online to activatehumanity.com, this is available in um, an essay I wrote for attorneys general filing. So if you want to file this with an attorney general, you can actually use that. The other place you can go is you can actually make sure that you download this on all of my social media because I have it on all my social media so that you can actually access this thing. I'm going to jump over this. I'm going to jump over this. I'm only going to call these intolerable acts. And once again, all these presentations you're going to have, so don't worry about me jumping past the slides because I'm watching the time. All the intolerable acts are exactly what they are. They are intolerable acts because when we started this country, there were four intolerable acts, primarily centered around the blockade of the, the harbor of Boston. And that was the thing that really pissed us off, right? We were sick and tired of King George doing a lot of things. But when he blocked commerce and trade, we were like, that's enough, okay? And we had four intolerable acts. One of them was being able to march into your house and take quarter in your house if you were a soldier and all that kind of stuff. We didn't like that either. But the big one was the economic blockade, which leads me to this. What's the cure? The cure is we the people have failed. And by that, I mean we, the people, and I'm putting me in the middle of it. We actually made the mistake of thinking that somehow or another, by being pissed off at something, that justified us taking an action. And here's the tiny problem. When you justify your action by being pissed off at something, you're giving the thing power. Okay? We, the people, need to actually take responsibility for us, the people, now. Not wait for some permission, not wait for some egregious act, not wait for something else. We, the people, actually need to do something. And what we're going to do is I'm going to walk you quickly through these, and I'm going to end with the best punchline ever. Rather than actually reciting things that say we're pissed off at the world, we need to actually say what it means to be human. So, for example, by nature, we are provisioned for life, liberty, livelihood unrestricted from provisioning, meaning that we have the access to do and engage with a world that is abundant and generative and full of life and full of life aligned for life. That's what we are. Number two, we are at liberty to peacefully assemble, speak, disagree, express, believe and choose. We are at liberty to be interactive beings. That's what we are. Not getting permission from this. People, these are not rights. They cannot be granted. This is the essential nature of the human condition. And the minute we actually say we have the right to it, we've already subordinated ourselves. So stop subordinating yourself and take your inalienable condition and claim it as your own. Number three, freedom of inquiry with assurance of veracity and provenance. What does that mean? That means we're not free to speak a lie. <clears throat> Did you hear what I said? We're not free to speak a lie. We're not free to recite propaganda. In fact, we're explicitly prohibited from doing that. My word better be true. Your word better be true. And does that mean that it contained all truth? No, but it better be my true statement and your true statement. Because if you're reciting something, if you're a ventriloquist for somebody else's initiative, you violated an essential nature of what it means to be human. You do not speak for, you speak. 
and your speech is true and it comes from you. And if it doesn't, you don't say it. How about that? There's an interesting way to go. We're at liberty to exchange value and economics and commerce with transparency. In other words, we don't have to go through a taxable system. We don't have to go through a fiat system. We have to go through a system where we account for all the inputs and all the outputs, and we agree. When we sit together, we agree that value is represented and has been transferred. We do not need a fiat. We do not need a blockchain. We do not need an intermediary. We need to engage in the exchange of value, and we need to put that in our founding documents so that we never lose the ability to engage in free and open commerce, ever, for any reason. We should be afforded access to the derivatives of all public goods, meaning if we paid for it as a society, we should be able to benefit from it without restriction, meaning that the airwaves, the bandwidth, the fiber, the FCC communications, whatever it is, if we paid for it as a public, we own it as a public, and that means we use it as a public. And last but not least, we are organically undefiled from birth to death. Now, many of you think that I mean injections or ingestion. That's not what I mean. I mean those two things, but I mean the third and more important and most important of all. We have the right to make sure that what goes into our ears does not defile us. We have the right to make sure that we are exposed to frequencies of truth, integrity, harmony with life, harmony with the universe, harmony with the ability to be human. And we are entitled to that by virtue of our existence. I have my time's up thing, but I have one last thing to say. I promised I'd do something. This is my last moment of doing these drive-by shooting exercises. We're going to do something. And Stan, who's going to come on stage right after me, and John, a bunch of the team out in Utah, and a bunch of people around the country are working together on this. We're actually going to move something forward, and you're going to hear about it over the next couple of days. So stay tuned on Activate Humanity. Stay tuned on our new site, Kim and my brand new site that just came out, the FullyLiveAcademy.com. So FullyLiveAcademy, all one word, FullyLiveAcademy.com, done in part by Amanda Jackson sitting right here. Um, and we're going to be putting this information up on there. But what's going to happen is we are going to actively take on the structures that I just showed you. And what we're going to do, and I want to be really clear on what we're doing. What we're going to do is we're going to create a blockchain NFT platform, which is going to take all of the evidence of all the crimes that have been done by every one of these perpetrators. All that evidence is going to be consolidated. And what we're going to do is we're going to be releasing that. We're going to release it. I don't know how many of you are familiar with what happened with GameStop. Anybody? Just think that, only maybe put it in the context of some of the things you saw in these slides. Only a lot bigger. And what we're going to do is we're going to build a community that actually allows every individual to take action to make sure that these organizations and institutions are held accountable financially for the things that they've done. And we're going to use the proceeds of that listen carefully, to make sure we fulfill the social contract that we the people have failed. Because the social contract is this. There are tons of men and women, children around this country, tons of them, who have actually been injured by the pathologies that you've seen talked about. 
And what we are going to do is we're going to use the proceeds of the transactions that we actually do to make sure that we, the people, are accountable to the families of vaccine-injured children. Very good. This is about making abundantly clear, ladies and gentlemen, abundantly clear, that if we, the people, are going to say that we want to form a more perfect union, it is incumbent on us to start acting like it. This is not about declaring independence. This is about declaring our international, inextricable interdependence and accountability that says that in our name, harm has been done. And in our name, we are going to reconcile that harm with a better humanity. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned on that. We're going to be going live very shortly. And it is an honor to be here. Thank you for this moment. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Red Pill. And I look forward to talking to you. Yeah. Wow, that was awesome. That was very, very awesome. But you know, he's right. In so many ways we've made the problem ourselves, you know, by by accepting what they've given to us. And I find myself doing it all the time. I'll call it a vaccine. No, it's not a vaccine. We've even the best of us have, and which I'm not part of, but have been systematically brainwashed and propagandized to where we even use the, the talk that the uh, the enemy uses. We use it all the time. So let's become militant. Let's kind of let's watch this thing two or three times, not us, you know, you. And see if what he said was was kosher. See if what he said would be scripturally allowed. Um, I haven't found any problem, actually, with it. <clears throat> and, um, you know, just well, let's ruminate it in a very short time, because time is precious anymore. But um, let's let's ruminate on it and see if what he said is something that we should do. Okay? Don't do it because I'm doing it. Don't, you know. Everybody has to use their free will, their discernment, and their deduction capability to analyze what was said here. Um, I feel it's right on, but I might watch it again and think differently, but I don't think so. So because I've watched it twice now. Um, so let's um, let's get to say radical radical militant maybe it's another word I don't know those are all words that um, the government and it's his minions it's minions like to throw around in order to make people look like they're bad you know and uh, I don't know so like I said you know and it's starting this year starting January 1st I'm pulling out all the stops. I'm not going to use the 1984 uh, Newspeak um, sort of uh, venue. And you see this Newspeak stuff all over the place, you know? People, without even thinking, you know, <laughs> I had a laugh because um, somebody said something of last year sometime. I can say that now. It was last year. And um, it wasn't even demeaning or declaring anything against Muslims, 
but they called it racist. Well, I'm sorry, but Islam is Middle Eastern, it's Asian, it's African. So that there's there's three groups right there: whites, um, blacks, and uh, and and those of the yellow race. Okay. So how can it be racist when it incorporates three races? <clears throat> races, excuse me. So let's use our words more wisely. And um, after a while, when we get into the mode, we'll start thinking about things before we say it. And I hate to be that way because society is forcing us to be that way. It's forcing us to to think before we talk. And maybe that's a good thing because maybe we just don't throw stuff out there, you know, for people to take advantage of or to use to accuse us of different things. And and maybe that's a good thing. And But um, you could talk yourself right out of doing something or saying something, you know. Uh, well, they're going to think it's racist or they're going to think it's, uh, misogynist and again you know think about it for a couple of minutes think about the good that could come from it from it and if you see something like that go for it you know um i don't know there was a no i don't want to use that as an example that would be good um and i won't even share what i was thinking of but it would be a good illustration but it would be taken the wrong way but um so let's let's do what's right, okay? Let's and then if you're gonna, not going to do it for anybody else, do it for your kids or your grandkids or your great grandkids, even. You know, he's right. <clears throat> Five year olds should not be vaccinated, especially when um, children uh, recover almost totally, like a, almost a hundred percent from this, whatever it is. And and they have less ACE receptors to be able to take on the virus. So it's, oh, I called it a virus. Sorry. See, right there. Um, so anyway, let's, we're not going to do it for anybody else. Let's do it for the kids. And if you don't have kids, well, you know, uh, I'm sure you have, your friends have children that maybe you're close to or you like, you know, or, or, uh, you know, when I didn't have kids, my friends all had kids, you know, and, and some of them became special. You know, some of them would call me Uncle Dave, you know, and that was really cool. And uh, so there's there's really not a way to get around that. So um, even if you don't have kids, you have kids one way or another, using that as an example. So anyway, what he didn't mention, and I guess if you were to ask him, he, he would say that um, the the people that we're going to look at next are more of a front for, for people to hate. But at the same time, they're probably mixed up with a lot of these organizations. It's Bill and Hillary Clinton and maybe Chelsea, too. Um, you got to admit that they're, <laughs> you know, taking into account that there's a hit list or a body bag list. that uh, They call it the Clinton body bag list. And, uh, and that people that cross them or they feel have crossed them tend to disappear or to die mysteriously. Uh, Vince Foster was one that comes to mind all the time for me. Um, found dead in the park, no, no blood and a gun in his, his right hand when he was left-handed, you know, uh, that might've been actually a, a sign, you know, don't mess with us. Uh, 
anyway, um, never liked the Clintons, never trusted them, certainly didn't vote for them, any of them, for anything. Um, now, you know, it was the most most evil people in the world. They have, have my vote because um, they're right up there with the people that this man, David um, Martin, just mentioned. I wanted to say Dustin Hoffman. That's not the name. Dustin Moskowitz. So, Dustin Moskowitz. Dustin Moskowitz. So, I can, I can get every radio show. Maybe I'll, I'll mention that. <laughs> and maybe you guys can do it, too, if you have uh, any kind of internet presence whatsoever. If you have a, a blog that you write, just write his name a couple of times and then use it in the... Um, uh, the tags, you know, I'm going to add it to the tags of this before I finish tonight. Um, anyway, so let's, um, let's look at some revelatory things, um, uh, regarding the Clintons. Okay. Um, hold on. Good morning, friends. Yep. Good morning, but you have to wait. Ah, okay. Um, I never, I think I've probably heard of this guy before. So, I think I forgot his name. His last name is Ben Nun. B-E-N-N-U-N. Stephen, Stephen Ben Nun. Okay. Well, I actually remembered something. Maybe God's healing my brain. <laughs> Boy, is that a job. But he made the universe in five or six days. So, if he did that, he could, he could touch my brain and, uh, make it perfect anyway um he's got a pretty interesting uh web presence especially on youtube <clears throat> israeli news live is the name of his youtube channel i'm sure he's got things that are outside of youtube also but um very interesting stuff so um, i think i can recommend him without without much problem so so let's listen to what he has to say about the Clintons. And, you know, it, with the Clintons, it's um, it, when th things are mentioned about them, I'm never surprised anymore. Okay. Um, you know, if they told me that Bill Clinton was behind every starving person for the last 20 years that died, I'd believe it because they're not beyond that, you know. And certainly the people in Haiti, <laughs> you know, but... Um, I don't discount anything that's said about the Clintons. Um, one question came up, and um, as if they're still around, you know. Oh, by the way, um, the last guy that spoke, David, um, David, um, said something about Trump that I never knew before. First of all, but second of all, I've had a weird feeling about Trump. Okay, I really have, and and usually my discernments are pretty right on. Hold on, folks. I, I got to get something so the dog doesn't eat it. Oh. oh, the pain of doing that, taking into account, maybe the dog could have eaten it. It wouldn't have been so bad. Um, wow. Um, anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. He mentioned how Trump signed that executive order. And unless he was in a drunken state or under some heavy medication where he didn't know what he was doing, then he knew what he was signing. 
Okay. And that bothers you because he's, there's other things that he still talks positively about the uh, MRNA vaccines. Like that's what he did. And it's a good thing. And if he's researched it at all, he'd realize it's a bad thing. And uh, so my, I've been kind of evolving when it comes to Donald Trump. Um, I'm, first of all, I don't. I support him if he comes back to office, only to where he can fix this country up. But at the same time, now I'm wondering, would he really fix it up? You know. Um, and then I, I'm not saying he's the Antichrist, but I read about the Antichrist and I see that he's gonna he's gonna de- de- perform deceitfully. You know, and to say you love the United States, but then to sign an executive order like that. And to brag how you made the mRNA vaccines that are killing people, you know, I, I don't see the, any righteousness in that. I don't see any matter of fact, I see malevolence in that in both those things. And um, so I'm going to kind of back off on Trump for a while. Uh, I was kind of hoping he'd run in 2024, but uh, that's gotten kind of quiet now. And I just, I would rather see DeSantis run actually, but um I don't know. I just got a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to Donald Trump for some reason. So, um, I don't know. Maybe he's being set up. I really don't know. But the evidence that's there that I can see by his actions make me question his uh, ultimate motives. So, anyway. Okay. So, let's... uh, Let's move forward this uh, with Stephen um, and see what he has to say. Good morning, friends. Stephen Benoon here with Israeli News Live. And as I promised, uh, we're getting back in the saddle here, ready for the fight once again. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at my computer screen right now in the background, uh, and I'm looking at a letter that came from an individual that had a very close relationship with Hillary Clinton and knows a lot about what's going on. Um, I have wanted to interview this individual for some time, but there is a lot of fear and anxiety because the attempts that have been made upon this individual's life. Uh, I know this also from my own family. Um, I've got an aunt that had very good friends that were very close to the Clintons back when they were in power and basically still are in power. don't want to just say that uh, loosely and when they rubbed them the wrong way they had to flee for their lives so I know this in a more intimate way as far as that now sometimes there will be abbreviations that I will use um, HRC like for example Hillary Rodham Clinton but I'll just try to go ahead and say the names but if I do that um, I'll try to clarify what, what these are uh, there's another one called Wazloop it's actually Walmart. Uh, just coded wording and stuff sometimes it was written. I don't know exactly why, but uh, this individual is trying to be sure to be careful uh, because they want the information in your hands, but they're afraid to publicly come out and say it. And I understand why. So let's get started. I'm going to try to read this entire thing without interruption, without trying to comment so that you can hear the details and understand it is a very the 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 letter is put together it seems to be a little bit erratic 
very difficult to follow, especially in the beginning. But once I go through the entire letter, or, or get maybe about halfway into it, you really begin to follow what's happening. So you may want to go back and listen to the video more than once to understand this. Let's go then. Hillary Rodden Clinton, before she got into the White House with Hubby, was on board, uh, was on the board of Walmart. She and Jillian also, uh, perhaps the trust fund babies to IBM, the one that brought Hitler to power. Hillary Clinton may be a Phillips tobacco who also brought up the utility rights to New York City when the when they sued themselves in court. It only cost them like 139,000. Nice payoff. But who will argue with mass murders? The Vanguard and BlackRock accounts have been scammed, uh, have been scamming us for years. It is rumored, and also uh, they are also Congress and Senate retirement funds. The Obamacare Act was really Hillary Clinton and Cuomo. They shut the government up in the first paragraph by threatening them with imprisonment if they said anything about it. It is basically a crapshoot wherein they, the Clintons, and now with the help of Madoff Group, Bidens are stealing everything right before our eyes. They have set up, excuse me, they have set us up royally. They do intend to chip everything with her omni variant, omni meaning all and crone meaning, crone um, Linux, the old IBM operating system, that is why they are so afraid of them. They could shut everything down tomorrow. They have been watching us all for years with Krypton's V chip that they put in televisions before they left the White House in the 90s. This is a big artificial information takedown sponsored by their Marxist operation. They want to chip implant us all, jab or not. Jabs is a system Crimptoms uh, set up. It means judicial access browsing system. Think about that. So you, you hear this word jabs and it actually has a meaning. Judicial Access Browsing Systems. BC, or Mr. Google, <clears throat> did it first to watch the people leaving prison. Now they want to mon monitor us all the time in a very creepy way. They have over 300,000 people watching us all now from their homes, and they get paid very well, some 200,000 a year for doing so. They have tried killing me a few times because of a few lawsuits. I am involved with them. Talking about she was, uh, the person was involved in a few lawsuits, lawsuits with them. But not sure what is going on with that. But after stealing the presidency, isn't it funny that they are doing these shutdowns again to shut down the courthouses mainly? Clinton's and China are spraying lab waste on us and Hoku just approved part of it again, I believe. Gates and Fauci have conflicting end of day scenarios. The past few 
days, Gates has decided that the COVID will be over in December of 2022 with a big dumb look on his face and Fauci is not quite sure. But uh, it, what may go on at least another 10 years. Now these are the world experts. So assumingly the Gates patent will be up in, uh, by, be up in December of 22 and the Fauci one up in 10 years from now, give or take, if he is still even alive then, one can only imagine two creepy hands high-fiving with China, Joey King, uh, excuse me, Joey King, 11, she, but that's who 11 is, 11 is called she, Xi Jinping in other words, and the two lords a-leaping all the way to the Clinton-Biden uh, bank accounts but high-fiving it in some creepy lagoon somewhere from down under. Oh yeah, if China and Joy makes it to December 2022, he is in there two years and can call himself legitimate at the time. No, Joey still illegitimate. Now, if I'm not mistaken, he's actually talking about Joe Biden is what she's talking about right there. So just clarification. We'll continue to read. And if you think that is bad, the Clintons netted trillions under Epstein and child trafficking. They're going to let them walk. Wow, corrupt judge, jury, prosecuting attorney, all need to be arrested and charged as they are complicit to crimes against children. I believe Hillary Clinton and, and not Maxwell was Madam X. Pfizer and Moderna, which I believe are owned and controlled by the Clintons, are making a killing and chemtrails are back. Looks like a Hokul and Hillary Clinton won. Hokul is invested in our demise, J&J, &J, as, as is all our politicians. Buffalo, New York, UB College had opened up a nanotech campus in or about 2014, and in October or so of 2019, without real reason, closed it. Hillary Clinton, when she was Secretary of State, gave the Chinese a 99-year lease on the Niagara Falls Airport, who, who, of course, travel their goods around the USA, but what else uh, do they do? Cuomo and Hillary Clinton privatized the EPA and FEMA and allowed Canada to bring across old arsenals of nuclear waste and break it down in West Valley for what purpose? The Congress of Clinton's and Obama regimes okayed that lab waste from and could be broken down and sprayed into the skies as a way of disposal. I am old enough to remember the 80s, how good things were before the Clintons got in, and we did have a few good years here under Trump. But the monsters are back. China, Joey, speaking of Joe Biden, are holding the world hostage because they have a company called IBM, who not confirmed yet, Miss Watson, JB, and Miss Phillips, Hillary Clinton, by the way, Miss Watson is Joe Biden and uh, Miss Phillips is Hillary Clinton, a trust fund babies who have plans of a chip implant. Epstein was more about trapping people as Madam Hillary Clinton was all about fear. The fear is, I believe, that they will turn the lights out all over the globe should the world not give them what they want in their 
Genome Project and brought the patents to the human cells they figure, but at the same time, these nut jobs are trying to kill us all. Dumb and dumber, but it is all it is all out money and power, and they want to own the world. I guess these drug dealers, and they do do own many, if not all, of the drug companies: Moderna, Pfizer, uh, the Congress, Senate pension funds, and all come from Vanguard. The Obamacare Act in the first actual document stated that the Congress and Senate could not talk about, uh, etc. An act that um, that could that could face imprisonment, etc. We are being told so many alternate uh, realities, but basically she did not win. Joy did not win. In other words, Hillary didn't win. Joe Biden didn't win. Talking about the presidencies, and they got the goods on her. Problem is, Clinton keeps killing all the witnesses, the world leaders that are pushing back are assassinated. 9-11, Clinton and China were in court two blocks away from the Twin Towers for election fraud. The next day, 9-12, the case was dropped and another document placed on Bush's desk with the intent of the same group, we will call them ISIS the right to run the war that they just started. Basically, Clinton have been running the government for years and well before the, the twice impeached Clinton, once in Arkansas and the other in order to get things behind them. Thank you, thank you, Clayman, Fenton, and others, a clean slate of courtesy of our government. The Clintons, in order to get the vote taken down from many nefarious deeds and not sex, we're suing the entire government and other room for a check writing scheme the Clintons had started and tricked Congress Senate into doing. Do you really think Obama was running the government? No, Hillary Clinton was from her Senate seat and at the time embezzling much money, trillions. She also is trust fund baby to Hoover, FBI funds. It's huge. It goes on and with Ms. Uh, descendant of Frank G. Phillips, right-hand man of Franklin G. Roosevelt, who created the oil and fuel that is used in all the planes, who knows what else they use now. Like I said, it goes on. The Clintons are trillionaires. There, there are few around, but everything, everything they own is stolen. Should be taken by RICO laws, but again, they appear to kill judges, prosecutors, etc., and now everyone, the nut jobs, because the government is too afraid of them. It may be their final demise. They know from the studies for years that only 5 to 10% of the population discern what they hear. Others believe who they are told to believe. It is amazing to me that Madam Hillary Clinton and William Clinton are walking away from this and, not, and are not finished uh, with us yet. Their genome project and um, their genome project and CHAI Clinton Health Assessment Initiative. The thing that gets me is gets me is what idiots and probably actually idiots the world leaders are. Most of you are probably too young to remember, and I voted for the. Um, 
Clintons in the 90s as, as, um, as a Democrat. But the world was a different place before they got in. The only thing you could feel when they were in was something creepy happening, just like it is happening now. Hillary Clinton was on a group with the Rockefellers when she was a, a Republican working as an intern in the Nixon White House. She was in a group called Zero Population Growth wherein they would take children of New York and rape them, but they have hid it all. That whole thing, do women rape? Yes, she did, and to include others and, other, and, and their disgusting scheme is beyond disgusting. I was really surprised by the church though. So sad. But all the damage the Clintons have done will not be done at this point without that accomplishment in the White House in charge. I believe it is a mix of radiation sprayed in the air. Uh, Hochul just re renewed allowing radioactive material to be brought to the United States again from Canada to be broken down in the Westfield and then what? Did they spray in the air? Cuomo first approved of it. Also, China has met fa meat factories in the USA, has stolen now, and uh, botulism would not be a far-fetched idea as in the first cases of corona in the USA were about 8,000 at a few of their meat processing companies. Also, boil your water. Always a good idea. If you saw what is in that crap, you would not drink it. You have been outvoted. I'm in the last paragraph, friends. Let's bear with me. The Chinese Communist States of America, North and South, and we have Obama's to thank for it. Obama's put into effect that in 2020, that is in 2020, the new minorities in our country would be Arabs and Asian. Arab and Asian, he also put into effect that for every one immigrant was in our country, they could bring in 24 peoples of theirs who do not pay taxes for seven years. Get many perks, also not sure if this is illegal or legal. So what that means today with the Chinese president in there is that there currently have 8 million Chinese students here. 8 million times 24 million equals 192 million. And that doesn't even count the illegals that are in here, which are, which may be about 20 million times 24, 480 million. That is about 672 million who, by the way, do not have to be vaccinated. The funny part is, how long does our genius CIA, FBI, or any other non-owned China, uh, China, excuse me, non-owned China anything, including the churches and the schools, but also the lovely governments? How long do they, after that, but getting back to the elections, if they just put in that you have to be vaxxed in order to vote, they also cannot vote on anything, maybe, but neither can the unvaxxed. Oh, by, oh, and by and by, they're working on an Ebola vaccination now. An Ebola vaccination, crapshoot theory, is that they will use it in a little China, California first. And as far as the Muslims go, China would probably feel they would make good slaves as well. All healthy people will also have to work in the fields to produce enough food 
uh, for themselves and other and many more wonderful things. I believe they have planned, uh, they have planned. Anyway, to vax or not to vax seems to be the question now, as most of the idiot leadership is blind to the fact there is a Chinese Marxist takeover and pity the Russians who are still trying to pick Ukraine off. China will blow them off the map once and for all. And finally, I believe the world leaders are idiots. Idiots, and that is biblical. Oh, and lastly, China is currently setting up a permanent residence in the lovely Australia and Africa now. All right, just in conclusion, let me just tell you guys real quick. A lot of these things here, I could, I'm able to actually get confirmed. Uh, especially when it comes to the Clintons and their power. I knew, as I've said to you guys before, maybe on Patreon, maybe not here on Israeli News Live, uh, the Clintons, uh, Hillary Clinton was coming to the White House all the way back during the time of the Bush administration, and she was instrumental in bringing the body of Nimrod and the Iraq war. She was uh, the mastermind behind this. That's something a lot of people are not even aware of. So yes, they've been very much involved in that. Um, and they're still in power. I know uh, for a fact that Hillary Clinton still runs the White House. It's not Obama. It's not Biden. It's not Kamala Harris or any of the above. It is Hillary Clinton. Now, my question is, though, is where did they get all this power that this is being mentioned in this individual's letter? That's my question. Uh, and I'll try to see if I can't dig more to find out about that. But as we know, a long list of people do not make it when they go to rub against them. I'm Stephen Benoon. You're listening to Israeli News Live. Have a great day. That was interesting. Don't you think, folks? <clears throat> um, you know, I listened to this earlier. My wife and I did. And first of all, there was no Franklin G. Roosevelt. There's a Franklin D. Roosevelt. And that could have been a reading error. Okay, or a writing error for that matter. Um, and as opposed to what we watched at the beginning, it's almost like this is like going, going after the Clintons. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're evil people and they need to be gone after, but it, they're, just, um, they're just puppets of the, of the big deal. You know, unless, you know, being as rich as they are and everything, they are part of it. Maybe they're uh, shielded by one of those corporations that uh, we, we learned about in the last uh, speaker's talk. But um, anyway, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I just, <laughs> it's, uh, we're all, we're, you know, like I said with the last one, watch this, pray about pray about it and if i didn't say pray about the last one pray about it also but this one especially because um in these times a lot of these letters show up okay and it's then people start believing these things and then um then it comes out that they're wrong well that shoots your all, all of your credibility right it just ruins your credibility <laughs> If you come out and say, well, you know, the Clintons did this, the Clintons did that, you know, and, and it comes out that it wasn't true. Although, how would that come out? Because um, you can't believe them if they say it's not true. But, you know, one of the things that I, I was uh, reflecting on when we were watching this um, is that uh, the first speaker, David, 
said that uh, they play games with words. Okay. And they uh, almost to mock the people that are trying to prosecute them or investigate into them. And if you remember the Monica Lewinsky um, impeachment uh, hearings, when they were talking to him, um, he used the word is in a sentence. I can't remember the exact sentence that he used. And so they asked him about that. Well, you know, this seems to tell you that uh, you knew about this and that, you know, they went to this whole elaborate thing. And he goes, he looked straight into the camera. I remember it as clear as it was day, clear as it was yesterday. Um, and he says, well, it's all according to what your definition of the word is, is. And I went, I, I just remember going, oh, what a jackass, you know, what a schmuck. And uh, people fell for it. They fell for it. And, uh, you know, it was, it was incredible. But see, even him, uh, Bill Clinton, he he was following the mold, so to speak. He was uh, exhibiting the mold, I should say, you know, that uh, he's cut out the same as the rest of them, you know. Um, so, I don't know. I presented a couple things tonight that I, the, the, the number one thing was, I think, on the up and up. And um, we'll see if somebody tries to take this guy out. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to start doing these shows earlier. Um, yeah, if somebody tries to take David Martin out, then uh, we'll know that what he was saying is on the up and up. And, and we know it anyway. They might let him live just to prove us wrong because they didn't take him out. You know, there's a whole bunch of scenarios one must consider. But um, anyway, it uh, looks like um, after, since we've learned so much <laughs> from these two videos, um, let me uh, do this. Okay, there I is. <clears throat> I think that, uh, that's weird. It looks like my microphone is irradiated on the outside anyway um so it gives us a lot to think about uh the first guy answered a lot of questions that i had and uh and i'm gonna if you go to his um rumble page where he had that video let me see if i can get the address for you it might be real long and i can't do it but um okay well if you go into Rumble and you type in Dr. David Martin, colon, who they are, colon, the names and faces of the people who are killing humanity. And human, and then it's, you know, it's, it's quotes. Um, and then it says read description. So I want to thank uh, Dr. David Martin uh, for his talk. And I want to thank uh, Alice Rabbit 2 who put it on the Internet. Thank you. Uh, you helped us to to get educated, Alice Rabbit. And uh, thank you so much. And folks, if you get a chance, go to Alice Rabbit's uh, Rumble page. You won't be sorry. Um, oh, this is interesting. It says on the side, it says Army MD exposes Fauci. Watch now before it's banned. Well, if it's on Rumble, it's probably not going to be banned. So. Um, Anyway, on this page, there's a lot of different, uh, a lot of different stuff that you'd want to read. I'm going to copy and paste it into a Word document so I can read it later on. So, 
anyway um let's let's close out okay and then i can get this thing up downloaded and then uploaded to two different places and get the audio file made so um okay on this january oops oh it's now january 2nd excuse me folks um so on this january 2nd 2022 i proclaim may the lord bless you and keep you may he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you may he watch your going out you're coming in you're rising up and you're lying down may he give you a peace beyond all understanding in this time of fear and woe and uncertainty may you be the one that has the peace that passes all understanding so that others can look up and know why you feel the way you feel boy is that a witnessing tool in yeshua's holy name amen and amen okay folks be blessed and um monday night brian should be here so we'll do a show on monday night and um uh, the subject is just going to be general. You know, what's going on in the world and all that stuff. Try not to yawn, sorry. So, hey, have a blessed uh, rest of the weekend. If you go to fellowship or worship tomorrow, be blessed at that. And uh, if not, just be blessed and rest, okay? In Yeshua's holy name. Good night. <laughs>